to have seder lechud every day of cholamayit. The Gemara says that we call him We say the bracha mekadesh Yisrael v'hazman. And even though on, on Shabbos you say mekadesh Shabbos, but on Yontif you say mekadesh Yisrael v'hazman because Klal Yisrael we're the ones who determine the dates of, of Yontif. You get a, you, we give a kedusha. So it's the chol hamoyed. It's the it's the chol, but you. By coming here, it's such a kiddush Hashem, mamash mekadesh the chol. So yashakayach to everyone who's who's uh, who's masadir. It's very big uh, kiddush Hashem. So I want to tell you that what I'm saying right now, come on, like 99% of what I'm saying right now comes from my Rebbe. Some of you that are here, how you get said, someone else who was uh, to have Rabbi David Rosenbaum uh, in Yeshivas Ner Yisrael. Know that he's a, a remarkable Magid Shir, unique, one of a kind. And what I'm saying today is based Kamat Kulo on his Torah. So I'm going to just start with, with um, the first thing is the, the Indian of Sphere Sa'imer for a second. I know it's not, it doesn't sound like Indian of the Emma, but you'll see we're going to get into Sukkah very quickly, into Indian of Sukkis. So there's a well known Machloikis between uh, Rabbeinu Yeruchim and the Rambam regarding the mitzvah of Svir Omer. Of course, everybody knows that when it comes to Svir Omer, then there's two, at least two parts of the mitzvah. One is that we count each day, the days of the Omer, and the other is to count the weeks. So when we come to day number eight, or day number seven, excuse me, we say today is seventh, eight, seventh, seventh day, which is one week of the Omer, right? So we count the, we count the days and the weeks. So there's a machoikis in the Rambam and, and Raveni Yeruchim in whether or not these are just two aspects of one mitzvah called Svir Sa'imer, that the two aspects are days and weeks, or whether they're actually two separate mitzvahs in the Torah of the Taryag. One is to count the days of the Omer, and one is to count the weeks of the Omer. The Rambam is of the opinion that they're just two aspects of one mitzvah. It's one mitzvah. When he counts the mitzvahs, he says, in one mitzvah, to count the days and weeks of the Omer. Rabbeinu Yerucham, however, disagrees and says that they're two separate independent mitzvahs, to count the days and to count the weeks. One of the rayas that the Rambam brings to, to, to prove that it's really one mitzvah is because if it was two separate mitzvahs, then we should say two separate brachas. We should say a bracha Asher Kitzranim is to count Yemei HaOimer, and then count the days, and then we should say another bracha to count the weeks, and count the weeks. From the fact that we just say one bracha is the Rambam's raya that it is one mitzvah. But Yerena Yerucham, however, counters and says, no. Really, he says, it's like he, like he says, it's two separate mitzvahs. Ah, you want to know, why don't you say two brachas? Why is it only one bracha? So Yerena Yerucham says as follows. He holds... Like when you look at the Pasuk in the Torah, when the Torah in Parshish Emor brings the mitzvah of counting the Omer, the Torah says, Usfartem lochem mimocharas ha-shabos, miyom avim omer ha-tanufa, sheva shabosos timimos tiyena. That's one Pasuk. So in this Pasuk, it mentions the mitzvah of counting weeks. Sheva shabosos, seven weeks, timimos tiyena, they should be. And in this Pasuk, it links it to the day after you bring the Omer. The next pasuk does not mention does not mention it. It says Then it says until until the last of the weeks, then you should count 
50, which is 49 days. So you have the mitzvah of weeks, which the Torah seems to link to the Hakurava Sa'omer in the first Pasuk. And then the next Pasuk, which is, the, which is counting days, the Torah does not link the counting of the days to Hakurava Sa'omer. So it comes out, according to Rabbi Yerucham, it says that nowadays that we don't have the Omer, the mitzvah of counting days, which is not linked to the Omer, that's the Eraisa. That's the mitzvah of the Eraisa. But now that we don't have the Beis HaMikdash and we're not bringing the Omer, why do we count the weeks? So the counting the weeks nowadays, he says, is only a din to Rabbanon, zecher lemikdash, to way as it, right, a way to remember the Mikdash. Ah, you want to know, so you, the Rambam's question was, why wouldn't there be two separate brachas, one on the weeks, one on the days? He says, the, the, the bracha that we say, the one bracha, that's only going on the mitzvah de Reisik. But says Rabbi Yerucham that whenever there's a mitzvah de Rabbanon, that it's a zecher lemikdash, so there's no bracha. Chazal, we're not in a bracha if a mitzvah de Rabbanon is only zecher lemikdash. That's Rabbi Yerucham's Yisoyed. So, and Rabbi Yerucham brings uh, two rayas to this. Two rayas. One is the mitzvah of chivut arava. The mitzvah that I heard someone talked about it the first days of Yantif. The mitzvah of chivut arava that we have on the seventh day of Shana Rabba, we go and, and we take the arava. That, why do we do that nowadays? It used to be done in the base of Mikdash. So the Gemara says explicitly, Mem Dalad in Sukkah, that that's Zecher the Mikdash. Do we say a bracha on that when we take that rafa? No, there's no special bracha. So that's one raya of any Rukum says. You see that when you have a mitzvah, which is only done as a way to remember what was in the base of Mikdash, there's no bracha. Another raya he brings is from this Leil Seder. Zecher le Mikdash Kehillel. During Koireich, we take the matzah and the mora together. Zecher le Mikdash Kehillel. The way to remember what Hillel did in the, in the Bizman Shabbat Mikdash and what he to do. And we do not say a bracha on the Koireich. So that, those are the two rayas that you see that when you have a mitzvah that we do, which is zecher lemikdash, there's no bracha. So that's his raya to his answer of why we don't, there's only one bracha on Sefer Soimer, because it's only on the weeks, uh, on the day, sorry, but not on the weeks, because the weeks nowadays is only zecher lemikdash. Now, uh, there's many kashas to ask on Ben Yeruchim. I'm going to put aside Kairich. There's lots of kashas on that in and of itself. So we mentioned Pesach. Shavuos, and now we're going to mention, and we mentioned Sukkot already. We're going already mentioned, right? So, but on the on the raya that the Avni Rucham brings from Arava, there is glaring kashas. First of all, the, the Gemara says it's a Mishnah in the third parak of Sukkah that in the, that when it comes to the mitzvah of lulav, when the base of Mikdash was, was was around, it says they took the, the people took lulav. Only on the first day, Yom Tov Harishan. Only on the first day, like the Torah says, they didn't take it all seven days like you did. In the Beis HaMikdash, where it says, there they took it all seven days. But once the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, it says, Hiskin Rabbi Yochan ben Zakai, Zakai made it that people should take, even that we don't have a Beis HaMikdash, we should take every single day. Then the Rabbanon of Lulav. Why Zechel Mikdash? To remember what they did in the Beis HaMikdash. And do we say a bracha on Lulav? Of course we say a bracha on Lulav, the rest of Yantif. We said a bracha today, right? So you say a bracha on Zechel, so that's one kasha. It's a glaring kasha on Reh Yechum. How can he say that there's no, there's no uh, bracha on something which is only Zechel Mikdash? That's one. 
But there's even a, a stronger kasha on Rabbi Yerucham, and that is from the Gemara itself by Arava. The Gemara, same Amud Mem Dalad Amud Aleph in Sukkah, brings Machloikes between Rabbi Shuvan Levi and Rab Yochanan. The Gemara says there's a Machloikes in how to understand the mitzvah of Arava nowadays. It says Chad Omar. One of them says that it is. One says Arava is Yisod Nevi'im. We're going to explain in a second what that means. And one says it's Minag Nevi'im. So Rashi says, what does it mean, this, this Machlech, is what does it mean Yisod versus Minag Nevi'im? Rashi says, Yisod Nevi'im hu takonas Nevi'im achronim chagai zechari yomalachi shehoyu mimisaknei takonos Yisrael ba'anshei kenes ha'gadola. They're of the people who were misakein laws for the Jewish people in the times of the Anshei Knesset HaGadola. So that means they were misakein, that it's a mitzvah, that Yisod Nevi'im means it was an actual takona that you must do it. On the other hand, the other opinion holds minhag. Hinhigu es They got people into the practice of it. It's a minhag, it's a custom. Velo tiknu They didn't establish it like you must do it. So what halachic difference is there between whether you hold minog nevi'im or yisod nevi'im? So Rashi says that the nafkamina is, the nafkamina, the low boy bracha. The nafkamina will be whether you have to say a bracha. Why? Because if you hold, the, like the first opinion, yisod nevi'im is something that they said you must do, they commanded us to do it, then Rashi says that if you, saw, if you hold yisod nevi'im, then they commanded us, you can say the bracha asher kedushan of the mitzvah of tzivonu, like we do all mitzvahs to Rabbanon, because there's low sasser. I mean, the Torah says that you, you're not allowed to stray away from whatever the Rabbanon does. Even a mitzvah to Rabbanon, let's say, Havlok Kusner Chanukah, Havlok Kusner Shabbos, for example, you say a bracha, command, Hashem gave us this mitzvah of Ner Chanukah or Ner Shabbos, and you commanded, how can you say he commanded us? Because low sasser, the Torah says you're not allowed to deviate from what the Chachamim say to do. So it is listening to Hashem. Hashem, in a way, commanded us. So if you hold minog, there's no actual commandment, there would not be a bracha. But if you hold yisod, that there's a commandment, the Rabbanon said you must do it, then you say, asher kshon v'tzivonu, on the mitzvah of So you see from the Gemara, that if it's minog, that you would not say v'tzivonu, but if it's something that you have to do, even if it's zecher l'mikdash, you would say a bracha. So you see from the Gemara itself, the exact opposite of Rabbi Yerucho. By Arava. How can you say? He's, he's, he's making, seems to be saying a glaring mistake in, in the halacha of Arava. He's saying that uh, by Arava is bringing that as a proof. That you don't say a bracha. Why don't you say a bracha? He said the reason why we don't say a bracha is we don't say brachas on mitzvahs that are zecher lemikdash. No, the reason why we don't say a bracha is because we hold minag nevi'im. The Gemara you see clearly would, seems to say that if you hold Yisoy nevi'im we would say a bracha. Right? That's another glaring kasha on Arbeni Yerucham. So, Rabbi Dovrosim wants to go ahead and answer these kashas. Uh, I just want to mention this part, he didn't mention, but in the Sefer Mishmeres Chaim, I, I saw, brings about a very interesting thing, which is going to lead up to this whole, the whole answer. I'm going to change the subject for a second, completely. There's the Sefer Radvaz, brings Chalik Beis from the Yad Malachi, the following halacha. You know there's a din in the Torah of Lufnei'iver Lositein Mechshol that before a blind person, you're not allowed to put a stumbling block, which the Gemara applies 
to a couple of things. The Gemara says that it refers that you're not allowed to enable someone to do an Avera. The famous case of the Gemara is it's a Nazir on the, on the other side of the river, the Gemara and he can't reach it. He can't reach the Yayin. And you go and he says, please pass the wine. And you, put, you pull it over the wine. Now he's able to reach the wine. And you enabled him to do the Avera of a Nazir drinking wine. Or by, even by an Eina Yehudi, the Gemara says there would be a din of Eivr Menachai, same thing. But besides for that, there's also a din that you're not allowed to give people bad advice. You're not allowed to, if you know, let's say somebody, that house is about to collapse and he gives, oh, that's a great house, go buy it. That's also Lufna Iver. The Yad Malachi says a very interesting thing. The Yad Malachi says that the din of Lufna Iver only applies for Averos that are from the Torah. That means if, I'm, if I enable someone like an Azir to drink wine, where the Torah says don't drink wine, then that's Lufna Iver. But let's say there's an, let's say there's an Isser, the Rabbanan. For example, in the din of Basar B'chalav, you know, the din of the Torah is only animal meat with, cooked with milk, you know, let it have. But let's say chicken with milk. Why is that also? It's only midrabonim. Bird meat with, with milk is only midrabonim. So says the Ravaz of Chiddush, that if, if, if someone on the other side of the river says, pass that chicken with milk, chicken with cheese, right? Dish. Pass it over here, and you help him eat it, that you would not be over the favor. It doesn't say why. It just says that halakha. That's the sheet of the Yad Malachi. So Rav Scheinberg asked Akasha. He says, I don't understand. Even if, even if you want to say, be machalab in the raisa or the rabbono. But he says, the din of naiver, like we said a second ago, also applies to giving someone bad advice. So he says, how could helping someone do an isa der be less than telling someone buy that house over that's about to fall down? How could it be less than that? For sure, it still be usher. Even if you want to make chilukim between the raisa and the rabbono, it should still be a problem. I want to say on the kasha. This is Rav Scheinberg's kasha. So Rav Scheinberg says a very interesting answer. He wants to borrow a yisoid that you find very well-known Nesivis, Simen Reish Shlamid Dalid. The Nesivis Hamishput says the following thing. The Nesivis says that, let's say a person, you know, when a person does an Avera, let's say they eat Basar B'chalav, you have to do Shuva, you have to ask Hashem for forgiveness. But the, but but, there, but let's say you do, let's say a person ate Basar B'chalav B'shoigig. He didn't do it intentionally. He didn't realize that, the, that it's Basar B'chalav. So the thing, B'shoigig used to also do Shuvah. On, on, on Yom Kippur, we, when, when we do uh, the Ashamdus, we also include, even if I did the Avera B'shoigig, right? You have to do Shuvah. But that's by an Isser de Uraisa, says the Nesivas. But when it comes to Rabbonans, the Nesivas says, the only time you have to do Shuvah is if you did it b'mezid. So if you, let's say a person knew that it was chicken and milk and ate it, then you have to do shuva. But says in Asivas, an interesting thing. He says, but let's say a person by mistake didn't realize it was chicken and milk, then says in Asivas, you don't have to do shuva. Now what would be the difference between the raisa and the rabbonon b'shoigig? Why only by the raisa b'shoigig you'd have to, but not by a rabbonon? So the achreinim, Chanan and Shimon, others, they explain that Asivas is following with, with, the, with, with the following Chakira. When the Rabbanon come along and say that something is usr, are they just telling you an action that you should avoid? Or is it more than that? Or do they actually create a mitzius, a reality that this is a chefza of Ra? 
Boser b'cholov. It's not just that God said don't eat it's don't eat meat and milk. When Hashem says don't eat meat and milk, it's because meat and milk be'etzem is poigem the neshama. It 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 contaminates the neshama. It's be'etzem. It's ra, right? So that's why even if I did it b'shogeg, I still have to do tshuva because. I, didn't, I wasn't married against Hashem, I didn't rebel, but there's something bad that I did, I have to get kapara for that. But by Adirabanon, if you do it, it, so you're rebelling against the Chachamim, so you have to do Jula for that. But if you did it B'Shogeg, if all you did is you didn't realize, then the Chachamim say that the, the Nesivas holds that the Chachamim don't have the power to create a new Maisara, that chicken with milk is also Ra. They don't have that. They have their say. We don't want you to eat chicken and milk because you might come to eat uh, regular meat with milk. But it's not that chicken and milk be'etzem is ra, and therefore bishoge. There's no. There's nothing to chuva for. That's the explanation that the 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 given the nesivas. So based on this, Rav Scheinberg wants to say like this: that don't place a michshol in front of an ever, someone who does is blind in an area. So a mikshol means you're placing something which is actually bad in front of him. So he says, if it's deiraisa, you, you pass someone the meat and milk together, that's, you're giving a mikshol to him, this actual physical object that's called a mikshol. If you tell him, buy that house which is about to fall down, there's a mikshol. But if you tell him, here, here, here's the chicken and milk, eat it, you're not giving him a mikshol. There's nothing physically bad there. So that's, what he's, that's, that's the chiddush of, 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 uh, of, of Scheinberg. So based on this, though, Borrowing the Nesivas, Rabbi David Rosman wanted to say as follows. He wanted to say that just like when it comes to Dinim de Rabbanon, the Achorin and Claire, what power do the Chum have? And the, the, as you see, the Nesivas holds that they don't have the power to create a new Maisara. The same Chakira can be asked when it comes to mitzvah, Mitzvahs Asei de Rabbanon, positive things the Rabbanon said do. Lumashol, Ner Chanukah, Ner Shabbos. Is it just that I get a mitzvah because Hashem said to listen to the Chum, and therefore I get a mitzvah of listening to the Chum, which is for her true, and I light Shabbos candles? Or when they say light Shabbos candles, they're creating, this is a Maisa Toiv. It's Be'etzim a Maisa Toiv. It's a, it's, it's, it's a Dover word. The Etzim Maisa has Kedusha. The Etzim Maisa has a reality of Tov. That's what the Chum have the ability to do. Right? You can clear the same Chakira. So my Rebbe wanted to be Mechadesh, that they have the ability to do that. That unlike the Nesiva says, unlike the Nesiva says, by things that you shouldn't do, but by assays, they have the power to do that. Sometimes, for some mitzvahs, they decide to do that. And sometimes, for some mitzvahs, they decide not to. Now, he didn't explain when yes, when not. But sometimes they have the ability, though, if they decide that they want to create something, the level of a mice toy, they could do that. And sometimes it could just be a hanhaga that you're doing, but it's not the etzim amaisa toiv. Did you bring a riot to this? No. He didn't bring a he, Well, these could be riots, the, the actual inyanim, if, if you hold of the, of the, of the terrorists and the mahach that he's saying, these could be used as riots, because it would answer up this question very good. But before we get to, before we get to that, I just want to um, ask a couple more questions, and I'll, and I'll show you how to tie the nasivas in in a second. Back to the original, to, to the um, Abeni Rucham. But there's a couple more kashas here. And, this, and there's a raya from the Ram, seems to be a raya from the Rambam as well. There's the Briskarov. The Briskarov asks the kasha, 
on the Rambam. On, on the Rambam. The Rambam and Hilchas Mamrim, I, I imagine the person who gave the shir on the Rav must have quoted this, because there was a tissue right in that place here, the place mark. Hilchas Mamrim, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Beis, I mean, Halacha Beis. So the Rambam says, when the Rambam, he's going into how the laws of Mamrim, what's how to define a Zakhi Mamrim, someone who rebels against the Chachamim, and so he says that, that disobeying the Torah is, is considered an act of Merida, and even being over Isirim Darabonam. And the Rambam says, Even a violation of those things that the, the sages made as a fence around the Torah that, the, that was required at that time, and those are, and the Rambam says three things, Hagezeros, Vahatakonos, Vahamen Hagos. The Rambam says, Gezeros, a Gezeros is something which they do as a way to protect the Torah. Takonos usually refers to um, uh, positive things. So Gezeros is what not to do. Takonos would be something to do. And Minhogos. And says the Rambam, and all of these things, it's a mitzvah sasei to, to obey the Chachamim. Because it says, Loi Saser. The Rambam says that on all three of these things, the, you're over a say. Okay? So, Briskorov asks from that same Gemara that you see from the Gemara that the Gemara says that, especially the way Rashi explains the Gemara, that if you hold that Rava is minhag nevi'im, there's no loisasur. That's why there's no bracha. Right? You can't, you can't say asher kachon. If you hold minhag nevi'im, if you would hold it's a minhag nevi'im, there is no loisasur. But the Rambam seems to be listing minhagos. That's the Briskarov's kasha. So it's a kasha, the, he has a kasha on the Rambam from this Gemara. My Rebbe of Dov Rosenbaum also wanted to ask another kasha on the Rambam. Just a just, just simple understanding of the Rambam. He, said, he asks like this. Are you mukhul, did the Chachamim, what are minhagos? Are min manavshach? Did the Chachamim say you have to do them or not say you have to do them? If they said you have to do them, so of course it's loisasur. If they didn't say you have to do them, then why is there loisasur? doesn't make sense. If the Chum never said you must do it, why would there be Lois Sasa? How could you be deviating from what they said to do if they didn't say to do it? So, how do you understand it? So, Rabdov Rosman wanted to suggest, um, to answer, actually to answer the Bristol Rav's Kasha, Anuram, and his own Kasha, based on the aside that he wants to say, barring from the Nesivas, that the Chachamim, when it comes to Mitzvah Sasei, can decide. Sometimes they do say, it has, it's a Maisha toy, but sometimes it's not. He wants to say takonois refers to both things you have to do. The father, the Chum said you have to do them. But sometimes when they said to do a mitzvah like ner Shabbos, ner Chanukah, that it's a maizatoyv. Sometimes, like by Arava, it's not. All it is is zecher lemikdash, and they didn't say that it's a maizatoyv. That's minhogos. And that's why there's loisosur. That's why there's loisosur. Because by both kinds, whether they, whether they, whether they made it a metzius of toyv or not, you have to do it, and you intentionally don't do it, it's like saucer. Right? So they you say, That could be Peshat and the Rambam. How does it answer the Briskorov's Kasha? So he wants to say that the Rambam didn't hold like Rashi. Rashi is the one who said that the, that the nafkamina between Minog Nevi'im and Yesod Nevi'im was because whether or not you could say, whether there's like saucer. He says, that's not the reason. Avada, whether you hold Minig Devim, whether you hold Yusay Devim, the Ram holds, you must do it. Right? 
Elamai, it's just the, the Rambam holds that whenever the Chachamim happened to establish a mitzvah that it didn't have that mitzvah of toiv, they were not misakin a bracha. It wasn't choshev enough that they weren't misakin a bracha for such a, for, for such a, such a mitzvah. So minhag devim, even though you have to do it, Rambam holds because he says minhagais, even though you have to do it, but still, there is no bracha. Oh, so again, thank you. Rabbi Yeruchim, thank you. So, that, so therefore, that's, this would, could also be used to answer the Kasha on Rabbi Yeruchim. Because what, what was the question? That from the Gemara, you see that, that by, by Arava, if it would be that I, Arava, is Minagnafim, right? Arava is Zechel Lamikdash. And, and, and the Gemara saying, seems to be saying that if you have to do it, right, you would say a bracha. So it could be that Rabbi Yeruchim holds that it's Minagnafim. And that's why there's no bracha. What the what, what Rabbeinu Yerucham means is anything that's only zecher lemikdash. It doesn't mean something which is only something which is something which is only zecher lemikdash. But they didn't give it that special milo that is a ma'isatayv. That's all it is. That's when there's no bracha. So Rabbeinu Yerucham holds that gram, and therefore that would answer by lulav too. By lulav we can say that that Yerucham holds that lulav is a I say the rabbanon the, the last six days of yontif that they made it. It's a mitzias of toiv. For some reason, it doesn't give a gather why the Chum sometimes would decide in certain instance, instances to make a mitzvah that it has that special milah that it's a mitzvah, why they wouldn't. But by lulav, they did decide to. And therefore, by lulav, it's considered a mitzvah toiv, and therefore, there's a bracha, even though it's zechel mikdash. Rabbanir Yerucham didn't mean that when something's zechel mikdash, automatically it is like a chisaron and being zechel mikdash, therefore, there's no bracha. He means when it's, all it is is Echel Mikdash, and there's no other a- aspect of Maisa Toiv to it, that's when, that's when the Chacham didn't say a bracha, so didn't create a bracha. So Lulav, they did decide, has this aspect of Maisa Toiv, therefore there's a bracha. Arava, he would hold, does not have that aspect of Maisa Toiv. He would hold, like my Rebbe wants to say, in the Rambam. Okay. So also the nearest Hanukkah, nearest Shabbos would be a Maisa Toiv, and Echel Mikdash Kehel would be would be... If you want to use this to answer the Kairach, to, to explain Kairach too. But yes, according to this, Zechel Mikdash Gil, it's... It's be a straight up Zechel Mikdash Right, it's not like they made a... that it, they gave it a Metzius of Taif. Yeah. There's, there's, there's this, this you saw, um, I've seen, I reuse it, in many, many, many instances, to be Metards, many, many different kashas. This is here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll